We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There, a show about life's little annoyances, personal growth, dad life, and so much more with your hosts, myself, Uncle Frank, Kid Gristle, and our very own Tom Mungia. So have a seat, do them chores, or twist a wrench while we dive down the rabbit hole. What's up, y'all? Today's word of the day is schlemiel. Old school, it is a Yiddish term meaning incompetent person or fool. It is common archetype in Jewish humor. And so-called Shlemiel jokes depict the Shlemiel falling into unfortunate circumstances. Awesome. Today, we're going to have a quote of the day. And this one, I saw it the other day, and I really loved it so much, I wanted to share it with everybody. And it goes, men are like steel. When they lose their temper... They lose their worth. And that quote is from Chuck Norris, who some of you may not know, his actual real name is Carlos Norris. And well, being Carlos, speaking of, you know, we're all trying to support him, get that money raised. We're at $750. We're closing in on that $1,000 mark. We can hit it. We just, we've got over a month left and we can hit that $1,000 mark. And we're speaking about men are like steel, losing temper. Couldn't ties in with my tagline, stay sharp at the end of every show. Don't forget, we've got the giveaway contest coming up. We're going to pick four na- four different names that we're going to announce next week. The four finalists. You're going to get to pick on Twitter. We're going to figure out how to do that little option where you can choose which name you like. The winner will be announced next week. Winner's going to get the giveaway hoodie that uh, Carlos, speaking of, is going to create for us. And just in time for the summer here in Houston where everybody really turns down the AC when you go into buildings. But so that's how you – yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah. And then when you do the cardio, uh, cardio I, I wear it every all summer long when I'm doing cardio on the treadmill. Get it nice and uh, smelly. So there you there go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. All right. So today – we're talking about something a little more upbeat. I know our last couple of episodes have been pretty, eh, I wouldn't say pretty dark, but they've gone a little deep. So this week we're going to be talking about, you know, everything opening up, no more masks, things like that. Some people are still doing the mask thing. Are you going to the movies to watch your movie or are you staying home and streaming it for 30 bucks or free? Uh, I know HBO has come out with a couple of movies for free, and then also Amazon's doing a couple of movies for free. So we're going to talk about that tonight. And Netflix, Netflix has gotten oh, into yeah, the movie. Oh, yeah, Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. Whew, boy, their prices have gone up quite a bit, but they're coming out with some pretty good content. I yeah. will say that, that for sure. So let's dive right in and talk about the movies that we're excited for. Go ahead, Tom. Oh, okay. Well, we were talking about before the show. I've got three movies that, that I'm super excited for, probably more so even than my kids. But uh, if anyone who's followed me on Twitter knows I'm a big Batman fan. And I'm a big fan of the uh, Batman versus Superman movie. The Justice League movie was kind of, uh, you know, it was all right. It could have been a lot better. 
but I'm excited to see Snyder's version and his uh, image of what he thought it should be. It's coming out next week. Um, it's not going to be at the theaters. It's just going to be on HBO Max. But if it was released at the theaters, you can bet me and my family would be there waiting to see this movie come out. Um, the other big movie I can't wait to see, this movie takes me back to my childhood when uh, you'd play outside all day in the summer times, but we'd have what would be called the million dollar movie. It would start at three o'clock in the afternoons. They would have a special week. It was called Godzilla week. That's the only thing that could get us inside the house during the summer. We'd watch these Godzilla movies. They'd show Godzilla versus that. The next day would be Godzilla versus this. The next thing would be Godzilla versus this. And always on the Friday was Godzilla versus King Kong. Of course, it was just the guys in the suits, you know, stomping around, kicking the buildings over. But this one, I've seen the trailers. The trailers are awesome. If you haven't, go on YouTube. Look at these trailers. This movie that's going to come out. This looks like the movie that I imagined when I was a kid fighting with my friends. I'm Godzilla. He's King Kong. This is how we imagined we look. This movie is going to be super awesome. It's going to come out. Yes, we're going to watch it when it streams on HBO Max or whatever. And yes, we're going to pay the hundred and something dollars it takes for me and my family to go to go watch this movie in IMAX. I can't wait to see it. I was looking today. Tickets haven't gone on sale yet, but that's how excited I am personally to go see this movie and the third movie. It's another franchise that me and my family, we do not miss it. It's a family outing. Every time a new one comes out, I think this is the 20th, the 21st coming out, The Fast and the Furious. Dom's brothers coming back, John Cena, to get revenge on Dom for something. They're going to have to jump over another thing. They're going to shoot a harpoon into a mountain, flying around the mountain on a car. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. And those are the three big movies that uh, me and my family were excited to see. And we so, will go see it in IMAX or wherever. wherever <laughs> if they want to show it on the side of the Empire State Building, I'm going to go see it. That's, oh I'm going to be there to watch it. That is how grandiose that movie is. Because I, I over, I think it was uh, yesterday or day before yesterday, saw the trailer for F9. You know, it should be like F21 because who knows how many of those movies they've made already. And when I saw that John Cena is supposed to be Dom's twin brother and his I, I'm, I'm assuming it was his mom because they were at the super fancy house. And I mean, the trailer was over the top. You know, they yeah. shot a harpoon into the side of a mountain and, you know, he caught uh, I was like, oh, come on. Come on, Charlize. What is it, Charlize Theron yes. as the, Cypher. you know, the mastermind of the I whole think, thing? Yes. Like, bro, oh, come, come on. on. <laughs> I don't know. I loved my favorite. I like. I absolutely loved Fast and the Fierce when it came out. It came out in like 2001. Went to the IMAX to go check it out. I mean, I was already into like those, you know, the the Hondas and everything like that being all, uh, you know, decked out like the Nokia phones of the time. You know, it was like Honda was the Nokia of the time, right? Um, saw the movie, you know, was, oh my god, I couldn't believe it, it was amazing. Uh, my second favorite Fast and the Furious movie has to be Tokyo Drift. Uh, I, I just absolutely, I love that movie. Everything about it's good stuff. It's a little cheesy, but I love it, and I love the cheese. Uh, Who doesn't but, love cheese? Everybody loves cheese. Exactly, but man, I saw Fast and the Furious 9, and I was like, mm. They're just getting better and better and better. <laughs> no, so 
I think the the best Fast and Furious was obviously Tokyo Drift. Um, I think that just even though it's out kind of outside of the the core fellows, it's easily the best one. It it doesn't get better than that. Everything else is downhill. Although I did watch the one with uh, the Rock and Jason Statham, uh, where which was kind of an offshoot. And that was fun. My daughter liked it. We had a good time watching it. It was ridiculous. It was fun. Good action play. They're they're all fun. That's what they're made to do. Just entertain you. I mean, you got to suspend reality. But yeah, and they just and true, they just keep getting bigger and more outrageous. But that's what makes them so entertaining. Yes, they do. My goodness. Uh, one of the other ones that I saw that's coming out, and me and my family absolutely love Pixar movies, uh, was a movie called Luca. Uh, it it's it's set somewhere in Spain or or something like that, and it's it's on the coast, and it's about this little boy, you know, him and his best friend, and you know they're running through the streets and you know having a good old time, and then they're being chased by something and they jump into the water. Well, when they jump into the water, they turn into like these little mer people. So they're like little mer people, you know, swimming around in the water. But as soon as they come up out of the water, they're they're human. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And you know, once again, okay, that interests you, but but I I was like, okay, because it's a cartoon. (laughs) I mean, people when when the Fast and the Furious came out people started you know weaving in and out of traffic in their non souped up their you know 120 some odd horsepower hondas and now you have this guy shooting a harpoon into a mountain people are going to think they can do that they'll be like oh man i'm dom right here i got let me get this harpoon i'll put it at the end of my bumper we'll swing across this mountain we'll make it me and my girlfriend sitting in the shotgun you know it's it's going to be a good old time no that's not that's not how it happens a cartoon drawing of two little kids running through the streets of wherever jumping into the water turning into mer people i mean it's it's a cartoon Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That I was just like, yeah, it's far fetched, sure, but it's and, and if you've ever seen Zoolander, the correct term is merman. Merman. Yes. <laughs> you have to see Zoolander when he's yeah. uh, in the commercial. <laughs> he's doing a commercial and he's a merman. He's a mermaid. That's a man. And <laughs> what did I say? Mer. Well, you know, you said mer people, which is probably what they say in the the cartoon. Huh. It's an inside joke for Zoolander fans. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Zoolander. I all I remember was like Cobalt Stoneface or something. <laughs> Blue Steel. Blue Steel. There you go. You know, out of all those Adam Sandler movies and or sorry, not Adam Sandler. Uh, what's his name? Ben the Stiller. Guy, ben Stiller. That was probably the worst one. I couldn't get into into that. Zoolander. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Okay. Get it's a good thing you're on the other side of the computer because <laughs> I thought it was hilarious though that nah. his dad was um, uh, that guy with the yeah. cowbell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is Listen. his name? No, 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 no. This was John Voight. John yes. Voight. Yeah. No, John no, no, Voight. no. It wasn't That's John Voight. The, yes, it was John Voight. Was it John Voight? Yeah. Because they all had flat tops. Yes, they all had the same hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you 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 can't beat Tropic Thunder. Okay. You can't beat Tropic Thunder. Zoolander is ridiculous oh, compared to Tropic God. Thunder. Yeah. It, How Tropic can you not Thunder like Zoolander? You've got a Zoolander inspired haircut. 
Yeah, you do. That's true. Yeah, it is very true. Like every you know, time, like, like I don't know, I don't know why you got to call me out nasty like that. But that's okay. That's okay. It's great. Hey, the man was a male model. I mean, golly. And and so am I in my head. There you go. That's a, that's a compliment yeah. I gave you, Frank. Uh, what other what other movies have you got on your radar? Uh, man, you know, I, I skimmed through the iTunes, uh, theater previews and there is like just the preview of the movies. Nothing was interesting to me. I was just like, ah, I guess I'm stuck watching, uh, either Seinfeld reruns or, uh, Frasier like I normally do because nothing's jumping out at me. Well, I, I not only do I have three things you should look forward to, I have three movies that I have watched that I recommend. Okay. Uh, here okay. We, here we go. So the three movies that I'm looking forward to, the first is Free Guy. And it's got uh, Ryan Reynolds. I, I love his comedic charm. Going to be awesome, I can tell you. It's right going to be great. He's like this guy that's actually in a video game, and oh, yes, people, I, okay, yes. people get killed around him, and he never really notices because he's he's a character in a video game. And one day he gets awareness and uh, breaks the third wall and starts to recognize that he's just a guy in a video game and wants to save all the other people around him. And it just looks creative and fun, Frank. Can can I say something right quick? I honestly thought, as a joke, that you were going to say clay pigeons. (laughs) (laughs) Since I want to say, like, maybe a month after I met you, you were like, hey, man, you got to check out this movie. It's it's going to change your life. I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm listening. He says, Uh clay pigeons. Okay, just watch it and and let me know. Have you watched it? No, I have not. No, (laughs) no. I want to, um, if I have not, I'm sure I have approached right this topic. It is one of my favorite movies from the 90s. It is called Clay Pigeons, and it is amazingly awesome. You cannot get a better indie film. It's got a couple of uh, current stars that were nothing back in the day, including Joaquin Phoenix. It is it is such a solid, good, weird, twisted development of a movie it's beyond your normal tent poles. It's absolutely worth it. And Frank, you can suck it. So my next movie. <laughs> my next movie. <laughs> I love making okay, Frank laugh. All right. I love making Frank laugh. <laughs> my next movie is A Quiet Place 2 because I thought oh, the first yeah. one. Yeah. The first one was so good. It was so creative. And uh, at the heart of it was family. And this guy trying and a husband and wife trying to really protect their family in a weird apocalyptic place where, you know, you had monsters that didn't really couldn't see, but they could hear really well. So if you like, you know, spilled a cup of coffee, they would hear you and eat you. Um, That was such a good movie. So I can't wait for The Quiet Place, too. And then, you know, no one's none of you have mentioned this. And that tells me that you are not true Americans. You're both communists. (laughs) Um, Top Gun Maverick. If you can't get down for some Top Gun Maverick, then you're a commie red piece of garbage. I am so down for Top Gun. I might be looking forward to it, but I have to see the first one first. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) 
You've never watched. What did you I have, have seen never the seen first Top, Gun. Top Gun. I've never seen Top Gun. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. You have never seen Top Gun. I've never seen Top. I, I don't know if we've ever seen... had this discussion. I cannot take Tom Cruise in an action movie. I've never uh, seen him in any of his know, action movies. Man. So That's like ninety ninety percent of his movies you have not watched. Uh, wow. Oh my God! Did you see for a few good men? That's not an action movie. That was fantastic. It's one of my right. favorite movies. Okay. Did you see uh, – what was that one? It was kind of would, in the last five or ten years. I will tell he, you one that he was an action guy, but he started out as a non-action dude. It was the one where the aliens came and he had that machine and he oh, kept yeah. reliving the same deal. That was a great movie. M. Night great Shyamalan, movie. right? That yeah. Was a Shyamalan no, but that's movie. the kind of thing he was right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was from a Japanese comic book actually. That was, a, that was a great movie, and the one where yeah. he kind of World, world he, of the War of the Worlds. That no, was no, 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 no. Uh, he uh, he keeps reliving the same day over and over. Yeah, it's like a oh Groundhog yeah. Day, but in a battle against aliens. He's right, yeah. uh, that lady from Kill Bill is in the movie too, right? No, 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 no. The the gal that's married to, to the guy from the, the couple in the Quiet Place. Yeah, in the Quiet the Place. Wife. The wife. The wife, yeah. Hmm. Did you see Minority Report? I did, but I didn't like it. You are a heathen sinner. <laughs> that is such an incredibly awesome movie. I disavow thee. <laughs> How about, uh, okay, so you're not down with Mission Impossibles. Never uh, seen it. You're not down with it. They're good. They're good. Some of them are really good. It's fun. Uh, you got the Jack Reacher movies, which are kind of okay. Edge never, of never seen them. Edge of Darkness is the one we're talking about, where he kind of no Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of, Edge of Tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a really good one. Oblivion is an incredibly cool sci-fi movie. He's I in. Didn't, I didn't see that one either. Yeah, you're missing out on part of Americana. <laughs> Tom Cruise. Yeah, he, I have to he, say, he, Tom Cruise, man, he's you know what, five foot six and like yeah. battles everybody. Yeah, yeah the um, guys. The guy's more that's that he's more unrealistic to me as an action figure than it jumping off a mountain and shooting shooting a harpoon from your car. So what are you that's, trying to say? That's I, what I, never, draw the line. Yeah, I can that's never be I an action figure. <laughs> I draw the line. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna give you one that you need to write down. Okay. And you're going to see Tom Cruise in a different way and realize, oddly enough, he's actually a good actor, which he doesn't always present himself as a good actor. Oh yeah, it, I'm not saying he's not. He, he the movies I like him in, he's very good. This is this one's gonna be the clincher for you. Okay, you're gonna write this down. Cocktail. It's called. Oh, don't even get me started on cocktail. Love cocktail. You don't. I was about to say you don't like cocktail. Cocktail movie. Cocktail. The one he was talk. The one he was the the the. All the the right moves was great. All the moves. Uh, The color of money was good. Uh, This this one you're gonna write down. It's called Collateral. And he I is, did not like that movie at oh all. Oh my god! Okay, you're the, is that the one where he's the uh, cab driver, or he's no, or he's it's a cab or something. Kind of, he gets in. Jamie Foxx is Jamie a cab Fox, driver, right. and he's a uh, he's a hired assassin, and Jamie right. Foxx is driving him around town so he can do his hits on different mob guys. I think I think uh, Jamie Foxx may have stolen that movie. Oh yeah, Jamie Foxx is a a good actor, but his his um. Uh, what is that whole, uh, you know, the not the side actor, but your the supporting actors, right? Right. right. I mean, he just 
helps the heck out of those main actors. Okay. So if you if you like sci-fi at all, even a little bit, you have to watch Minority Report. It, it's a Spielberg movie, I believe. It is so well done. Tom Cruise in his prime. Uh, just, I, I you're, you're going to have to look it up. I don't want to spoil anything. I've seen it. I thought it was just okay. You thought it was just okay. This okay. is why you cause riots in movie theaters. Okay? <laughs> you know what? This... I, I hope that a reporter outside wow. of a movie sweeps your leg <laughs> and gives you a superfly snooker right to the solarplex. I don't even know what to say to that. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go on because right now I'm hurt. And I... <laughs> I don't want to show my emotions. Now, if he comes out in Fast and Furious 16, I will go see him in that. Yeah. You know what? That, I that would, you'll I, You know, I, I'll, I'll say this. I think Tom Cruise as a bad guy in Fast and the Furious he would, would be work great. out. It, it would save him, yes. It would. It, yeah, well, it really he was, would. He was, he was kind of a bad guy in Tropic Thunder in the fat suit, and that was glorious. That was very, very awkward. He was, <laughs> but he was good. He was okay. good. Okay, I'm going to give you guys three movies I've seen in the past couple of months that I think may be worth your time. I don't know, Tom. I don't have you pegged. Um, you <laughs> might hate us. You, you might. Brewster's Millions. Um, <laughs> that was such a good movie. Um, so we're going to go with The Informer. It is on streaming right now. I believe it is Prime. Um, and it's such a good movie. Uh, it's It's got a – I can't remember his name. He's been in a lot of stuff. You'll recognize him straight off the bat. But he's this guy that is the informer for the FBI with a Polish mafia, which I didn't even know there was one. Uh, but and they everyone double crosses him and he's just trying to get out, of, out alive. That's a that's a good movie. If you want to have one, that's for the family, because, you know, I don't know about y'all. I got a family. Right. And I watched uh, with the wife and my daughter. We watched an animated movie called Soul. Where this guy? Oh, I know he, what you're talking about. Oh, it's so good because he's he's finally getting his big break as a jazz pianist, and you know something happens and he dies and he starts to go to heaven, and he rejects you know leaving because he wants to get back to his body, and the the creativity of the characters visually, I've never seen anything like it. It's so good for the first 15 20 minutes. I was just amazed by the creativity of the artistry. Of it, so and then it had a really good story. Quiet Coyote, and then Hearts Beat Loud. Um, that this has a, uh, I don't remember his name. Nick Offerman it has Nick Offerman. Some might know him as Ron Swanson. He is wow. my he- hero, but he is, you know, he's just this dad, uh, uh, single dad that that owns a record shop and he loves music and his daughter has a great voice. But she's trying to go become a doctor, and he's trying to talk her into making a band with him. They record something, put it out on YouTube. All, all of a sudden, it's a hit. It just it just gets you in the feels as cool. a dad. Cool. What is the name of it again? It's Hearts Beat Loud. Hearts Beat Loud. It, it's really fun. Uh, both Nick Offerman and the, the gal that plays his daughter just doing a, a really incredible job. What, what platform is that one on? Your Face. No, dummy. For real, I'm I'm taking notes. I, that, that shows that, here on Prime Video. It's yeah, I was Prime thinking Video. it. Was okay. I couldn't remember if it was Prime or Hulu, but it's it's so worth it. Okay. Yeah. So when I saw I saw I watched Soul 
probably about four times uh, oh. since it's come out. The first time, I was like, wow. It, it really it, it blew me away. And that's Pixar movies, you know, uh, they, they have that effect. You know, they're not only are they for kids, but they're, you know, if you really kind of look into the story a little bit more it's 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 so much more than you know what's on the surface and for that one you know i i watched it again after my my grandfather had passed and i was just like man you know like we're so worried about getting to this thing and then when we get there it's just like oh i've i've been doing this my whole life anyway so the the thing that got me about soul is you see very few movies these days that lend themselves towards you know an actual even recognition of a spiritual substance within us and it's kind of antithetical to the hollywood movie making machine that we would actually have a soul or a spirit or there's an afterlife or you know and it didn't the movie did not lean one way or the other on any sort of religious belief, but it, it just seemed antithetical to what we're fed by Hollywood uh, with their very somewhat callous viewpoint uh, against a spiritual existence. And I, I was uplifted by it. I, I really loved it. Okay. What about you, Tom? What are the, what are the three movies that you've watched recently that were oh, game changers for you? I haven't, to be honest, I've been so busy. Like, I rarely get time to sit down and, and watch a movie. I can't think. I, I've made time to watch, uh, like we were talking about earlier, Coming to America. Oh, yeah. Doing. I, I've made time to watch that. But that's the first movie I've seen. Uh, I can't remember the last movie I saw before that. Wow. To be quite honest with you, yeah. Okay, so I haven't seen Coming to America 2. We started, uh, the wife and I, the wife loves the original coming to oh, America. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, um, you know, it's a classic. I, I enjoyed it, but I, I'm not as up on it as Frank is. I think it's one of Frank's top tens, Oh yeah. but, but I enjoyed it, you know, whatever. Um, and so we had our, our daughter started watching it and we didn't get all the way through. We probably got, I don't know, maybe 30, 45 minutes in. I had forgotten the scene in the very beginning where the royal balls are washed and the, <laughs> the naked women pop up out of the tub. My daughter, who's 13, is like, what's going on? And I, and I look at my wife and I go, this was your call. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's better than having someone's Johnson in the in the frame, I guess. I would, I would think so. You don't see a lot of movies with somebody's Johnson in the frame, though. No. No, not like Boogie Nights, man. They just threw that thing all over the place. Oh, it's like, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, Boogie Nights was a good one. I would not show that to my 13-year-old daughter, right. but it is but, it nah. is a really... Yeah, it was a very good movie. Very good movie. Uh, the So my neighbor was telling me about a movie called Tenet. He's like, man, oh, if, you yeah, like, if you like Inception, you're going to love Tenet. I was well, like, what? Yeah, well, that's made, another Nolan movie, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was a little disappointed by Tenet. I enjoyed it visually. Um, I felt like he was trying way too hard to confuse the audience and it yes. worked. Um, I think I need to watch it another two or three times. It's not that I didn't get it the first time. I'm not a dumb. I got it. I understood it. 
but I think it could be appreciated better on a second or third watch than on the first one because you don't know what's going on and you don't understand until the end. And so if you watch it again, you might pick up things you don't pick up the first time. Right. right, right. And I just, I just love Christopher Nolan movies and I, I love the way his brain works in telling a story. And I appreciate how he went on a limb and didn't necessarily compress time, but, but reversed time. So I'm, I'm for that movie, but I think it was a little ostentatious and it was a little, you know, Nolan trying to be highbrow and trying to be smarter than smarter than maybe he is. That's the feeling I've, I've been starting to get with his movies. He's just like trying to out Nolan himself. Right. <laughs> right. But, yeah. the, but the one that was like the World War Two or World War One movie, um, that was great. I don't I, I didn't, I didn't watch that one either. That was a really good movie. It didn't right. have any of that that common right. Nolan trickery. It was just a solid straight through movie. Right. Yeah. So apparently there's like 10 or 12 uh, DC or Marvel movies coming out. Uh, it's just going to be gangbusters with those movies. And I, as much as I like them, I love Adventure, uh, Avengers and all that stuff. Man, I'm just like, I'm I'm over that. Like, can we can we get something else in here? I'd like to watch some original, some really original stuff that has nothing to do with superheroes, you know, having a hard time realizing that they're superheroes and they got to do good things. It's like, give me a movie about somebody, a single mom struggling or dang single dad, you know, doing whatever he's got to do to make stuff happen for his kids like that. You know, your heart beats loud movie. You know, that's right. well, I'm, 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 big you screen know, stuff, man. I don't know. I, I'm a kid from uh, the 80s and 90s when comic books were in their heydays. And so I always dreamt of having Marvel movies and Daredevil and Thor and all those characters come to the big screen. So I'm all for it. I'm all in. Thor Ragnarok was amazing. I loved There's, that movie because that oh, yeah. they really I, I thought I it was feel, okay. Oh my god. You I'm gonna throw this so chair. They, they tried to make it too slapstick for me. What well, the thing I, about I, it though? I, like I, uh, oh my god. personalities. I'm gonna me. go but I don't I'm not there to see one liners. To me, I don't wanna I don't think the Hulk and Thor should so, be having one liners. Like oh my god. Like, you didn't like Commando or every other last action hero. I mean, those like, but those were new characters that you would never seen. These okay. Thor and Hulk. I don't want to see Hulk uh, making a I, joke. I liked that they kind of allowed the Liam, uh, not Liam, that's his brother, um, Chris Hemsworth, have the ability to to use some comedic chops. I thought the comedy in it was spot on. It was unexpected. And, you know, I just question your well, sanity well, as an American. Why? Okay, you just said a key <laughs> word. You said it was unexpected. Why is it unexpected? Because it's it, out of character. Well, it was unexpected because the other Thor movies, he acted very were terrible. Or, or basically terrible. They were horrible. They They're were the horrible. worst. They were the worst Marvel movies. Now, the, the, and and now I will say Ragnarok so? was was uh, it was entertaining. Yeah, it was. I thought they were okay. I mean, I wouldn't say terrible. Uh, the, what, what I liked about Ragnarok, though, was like it for me, at least. And maybe I look way too deep into things, but like I saw the Hulk and, 
you know, Chris Banner having these, you you actually got to see a little bit more of the inner turmoil that was going on with the Hulk, right? right. He's more he's more than just this crazy smart scientist. He's got this whole other side that you know he's got to let out, and there's nowhere for him to let it out except just to be this like this thing that fights everything you know it's like not only that it's got two of the best scenes in all of marvel movies and the first one is where thor meets um korg which is the big rock guy he's like hey my name's korg i'm kind of the leader around here and and that cracks me up and the second one is is when bruce banner that towards the very end he's going to jump out of the the flying ship and go beat up a big a big werewolf kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And he says, I got this. And he jumps out and just slams directly on, like obviously did not turn right. <laughs> into the Hulk. And that's just funny. That's good stuff. Yeah. It, it was very entertaining. It just, it was just a little bit too much slapstick for me. Cars don't shoot harpoons, Tom. Okay. Um, that's, that's my <laughs> argument from now. Miklo was the he made that movie, okay? And the guy that the guy that made that movie, uh Tiki Watati, I don't know how to pronounce it, that's how I say it. Tiki Watati. He made a movie that uh, I watched with my uh wife and daughter um last week called Search. I think it's called Search for the Wilder People. Uh so good. Holy cow, it was funny. It was poignant. It was I'm not I I can't even really describe the movie. It was that unique. But Search for the Wilder People had a lot of good comedy in a very subtle way. Um the kid in the movie was like it it's based the main character is like a I don't know, a fourteen year old kid thinks he's a gangster and he lives in New Zealand. And he's like, I'm a gangster and he's hanging out with an old man which is Sam Neill, if you remember him from the original um, Jurassic, Park. Jurassic Park. And Sam Neill is like this gruff old man. He's like, you're an idiot. And the whole time, it's this dynamic between the two. It's a very love-hate relationship. But they're trying to survive on the run in the wilderness. And <laughs> it's just it, – the Sam Neill's character reminded me of my, of my dad. And the little kid definitely reminded me of me because I'm an idiot. Uh, oh, just like that gangster. No. <laughs> think you're a gangster. It, it would be like me calling myself a gangster. I'm the whitest uh, person ever. This kid was like this little chubby fat kid, and he had zero skills, but he had all the confidence in the world. Just he's in the brush, he's just dancing. Just dancing in the wilderness for no reason. And Sam Neal's like, What are you doing? He's like, I'm a gangster. It does sound um, like one of your hunting trips. <laughs> it, yes, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. That may be in. That may be why I did not see Bambi last year because I was too busy dancing. There you go. Too busy dancing and yucking it up in the wilderness. And I just want to say one other thing. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and I'm gonna predict F9. And I'm gonna say that uh the little boy who is supposed to be Dom's kid is the one that called his uncle to initiate this whole uh revenge plot thing somehow and maybe even that is not Dom's child probably not 
So you're okay. trying to spoil the movie is basically. I'm predicting. You're, you're, you're predicting the movie. Here. Your dislike for this movie is so much that you're trying to spoil it for me. No, no, also, no, no, no. I'm just like that's how that's how like, like oh. way out there that they might because. I mean, they've they've ran, you know, Bugattis out of, you know, hundred story yeah. buildings and they're still making movies like, oh, OK, dude, they jumped the shark three or four movies ago. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're just getting started. No, they, oh they they're going to the jump shark. out of the. They're going to jump. Look, they're going to jump. They're going to jump out of the space shuttle on the next movie and they're going to jump and they're going to land like on the other side of the moon. Yeah. Don't doubt, and I don't wait. doubt that that's not there. Tom Cruise already did that in a Mission Impossible movie, and it was awesome. Yeah, but it wasn't in Fast and the Furious style. Right. Like yeah. in Fast and the Furious, if they were to jump out of a some sort of space rocket thing, they're going to hit that uh, roadster that Tesla has out there, there somehow, and they'll race it. They'll put yes. on it and something and race it around one of the galaxies. I don't know. Oh Un, unpopular opinion in this group, but, <laughs> but probably not to the rest of America, <clears throat> who is obviously listening now because they love the sound of my voice. Um, Dom, the character, the actor. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel has not done a good movie in 20 years. What would have been that movie? Well, when did uh, Fast and Furious 8 come out in? <laughs> I'll, give I'll give you one year. I'll give you two years. <laughs> well, he, was, he was in a movie with Giovanni Ribisi back in the day where they were uh, – Knock-around guys? No, 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 no. After knock-around guys. They were shady uh, Wall Street guys that were selling penny stocks. Boiler Room? Boiler Room. That was the last good movie he was in where he wasn't. Uh, well, he was in the one. Guy. He was in the other Spielberg movie uh, where they, they go looking for what's the guy searching for? Private Ryan. Private Ryan, right? He okay. Okay. Yeah, he was in that. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you that. He was a bit part in Private right, he was Ryan. A bit part. Yeah. But as far as somewhat of a main or pseudo main character, he was kind of a. He would he would probably be the supporting actor in that movie Boiler Room. Boiler Room was great. And he yeah, did great. That was a good. That was a good movie. But and yes, he was in Saving Private Ryan, which is one of the best uh, military movies uh, in my lifetime. I've never seen the movie. It's pretty well. Good. Yeah. You you're un American. Um, I don't I don't watch Clay Pigeons either. <laughs> what was that other movie you tried to recommend to me? I don't know. It was uh, some other Tarantino garbage that you just absolutely first adore. Of all, first, <laughs> of all, first of all, I know where you live. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know how big an old boy are you, but you better pack a lunch because that movie was called True Romance, and it's in my top five. There it is, True Romance. True and, Romance. And you know, I'm just going to defer to my earlier statement, Frank. You can suck it because that movie is incredible. We are 20 shirts away from hitting <laughs> our goal for Carlos. 20 shirts. 20 shirts. Yes, in we can the, do that. Twenty shirts. When you put it in those terms, we can do that. Yes, and if if we hit if we hit those twenty shirts, I think Shane will let me punch him in the stomach, and we'll put it on YouTube. 
I, and, I'll, I'll let you punch me in the face. Why, why the stomach? Oh, well, I mean, you're pretty face. I wouldn't want to blemish right. it. Not that my punches would be, you know, they would hurt you or anything. No, like you're, a, you're a skilled martial artist. Don't sell yourself short. But we will, you know, we hit this, we hit this goal and, and Shane will let one of us punch him in the face. On camera. We'll put it on the YouTube the whole thing. The YouTubes, yes. It's going to be like the splash of cold water for ALS. But that's right. Oh, and yeah. not and not and not one of us. No, only you. I'm not. I'm not letting Tom. <laughs> I'm not letting Tom the tank punch me in the face. He'll crush my face inside out. <laughs> no. I'll be breathing through my asshole. I don't want that. No. But you. I'll let you punch me in the face because you have soft hands. Yes, I do. I work gloves to bed. <laughs> keeps them moist with with that uh you know we kind of introduced this segment before and we got such a, a great response from it i asked tom to come up with another uh story from the bumper of the ambulance there which we titled bumper you know the bumper story if you have a better name shoot it over to us I just thought it was funny because everything happens on the back of an ambulance. Tales from the Crypt. Let's go. Well, <laughs> well, actually, we were talking about movies, and I was actually thinking about a movie story, and then you brought up the fact that I caused these riots at these movies. Yeah, so happens. I have another story from a uh, some outrage I caused at a movie theater. Uh, <laughs> and we happened to go see uh, – well uh, – let me give you a little backstory. This is go dates back to the early '90s. This is when oh. uh, Tejano music was big, right? So it was the clubs. We were going to the clubs every night. We would start on Wednesday night all the way through Sunday night. Yeah, we, I mean, we partied. Yeah, me and my wife. She was my girlfriend at the time. My wife. You know, we're we're waiting until the club shuts down at two. Get home at three. Well, at that time, I was also doing uh, training for marathons. So I would get up at five to go run 10, 12 miles every morning. So I'm getting home at two, getting home at three, getting up at five. I'm doing this practically the entire week. Well, finally, by the time Saturday night comes around, I'm exhausted, right? You know, I'm barely running on fumes because I'm going to work every day. I'm going to school at that time. So I'm pretty much running on fumes. We decided one Saturday night we were going to just instead of going to a club, me and some buddies and, you know, our girls, we're going to go to uh, see a movie. And we go to see that movie Candyman, right? I don't know if you're familiar with that movie that I'm talking about. So we go and we go. Uh, we're on the east side of town, and the people and the, it's packed, right? This is the place to be. We go to the late showing. It's like eleven, eleven thirty. The the movie starts, and it's filled with people that would have loved your movie, uh, Blood In Blood Out. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> you're that kind of crowd. My, my there, people, right? oh, yeah, your okay. people. Yeah, my you would have, you would have, you would have loved these people. So okay. we're in there, right? And they all, they all got their baseball hats. They all got their jerseys. We're sitting there watching it. And I, like I said, and we'd already gone out to eat, so I drank. Back then, I used to drink alcohol, and you know, I had a little bit to drink already. So I'm feeling good. I'm tired. You sit down in that comfortable chair. I sit back. I start dozing off. Well, the movie comes on, and I'm watching it, and I would wake up, and I would see it. And you've ever been so exhausted where everything is funny, right? Everything's just hilarious. I've been I've been in those things. I get that way this nowadays at my side job when I'm up at three in the morning and I've been up for two days. <laughs> me and my other buddy, like everything that somebody says on the radio is hilarious. I mean, we can't stop laughing. Well, I was at that point in the movie. I was just like at this time of the week, I'm just I'm running on film. So I'd wake up and I'm watching it. 
And everything that happens, everything that's said is hilarious to me. And it's like the funniest movie I have ever seen. And people start giving me these funny looks. And I start thinking it's one of these movies that kind of like that's mocking uh, horror movies, right? I'm thinking, man, this is like the greatest idea I've ever seen that they're making a movie that's making fun of horror movies. And I'm catching all the jokes that don't exist, right? I'm watching it. The, the, I can see these obvious stunt people. They're making fun of stunt people. And I'm laughing. I cannot stop laughing. My stomach is hurting. I'm like bent over laughing. Oh my my wife is just looking at me like, what is wrong with you? And I'm getting all these dirty looks from these little you know, thugs that are in the audience. Like, what's wrong with this dude? But I would laugh so hard, I'd wear myself out and I'd fall back asleep. So I'd fall asleep. I'd fall asleep. Yeah. Then I would like hear these noises, and I, one eye would crack open, and I'd start watching it. And once again, it's the funniest thing I have ever seen in my life. And I can't. I, and I'm looking at everybody else as they're giving me these dirty looks, and I'm like, man, y'all just y'all aren't getting it, man. This movie is like just above y'all's level, man. And in the this is like real highbrow comedy, right? And I'm laughing, and I'm laughing even harder, and because. I'm laughing at the movie because it's the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. I'm laughing at the people who aren't getting all the jokes. And I'm just laughing and laughing, and I would fall asleep. This happened like probably a dozen times that I would laugh myself back to sleep, wake up, and start all over again. By the time the movie's over, people are like standing up and just like staring at me. I can feel the obvious you know, disgust and hatred that I've ruined this movie for the entire audience because I could not stop laughing. And when I laugh, like I'm laughing loud. I'm not like trying to fight it anymore. It's just supreme hilarity is the only way I can describe this movie. My wife's looking at me. My friends are like, dude, hey, what's wrong with you, man? I was like, this is the funniest movie. I said, y'all just don't get it. I'm arguing as we're walking out. And finally, like a couple of months later, or maybe a year later, when it finally comes like out on VHS, I watch it again. And finally, at that point, I understood the dirty looks that I was getting. Not that it was a great movie. It was a stupid movie. I couldn't stand the movie. But <laughs> that's when I finally realized this was not indeed a comedy. But uh, yeah, I almost got my butt kicked at that movie, too. So, so you <laughs> were so exhausted. Your yes. body was producing, what is that, DMT or Maybe so. MDMA Maybe so. or whatever yeah. that, that thing is. <laughs> Uh man, that's that's uh that's pretty out there. Everything the guy that the the bad guy, I forgot Candyman, I guess was everything he said to me, I thought he was like saying it to be funny. <laughs> and I was, every time he said something, I would just wow, I would just bust should, out laughing, you know. <laughs> you should watch Cabin in the Woods. I think that is right up your alley. <laughs> it's hilarious. Because it's a it's a, well it's a parody in a way on on horror movies. Oh. Because they they have these people that go out into a cabin in the woods, and it's got all the normal tropes. You know, you have the hot girl that just wants sex in the woods, and then the boyfriend dies and gets killed. And after That's a hilarious. while, it is. <laughs> after a, after a while, what you find out, and spoiler alert to those who have not watched Cabin in the Woods, Chris Chris Hemsworth is in this, by the way, uh, pre uh, Thor, but. After a while, you find out it's a government program that is run, and they've got all the video surveillance, and they've got bets going on on okay. who's who's going to die and how they're going to die, and they manufacture different ways that people are going to die based off of at you know your your horror tropes, your horror movie tropes. Oh, crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's really inventive. So for the first half of the movie, you think it's a horror movie. 
And then after a while, you feel you realize it's a parody. <laughs> yes, I, I'm going to stay up for about four days and then I'm going to, you know, watch it on Netflix. You should. There you, there you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be just crazy funny. But crazy speaking of that idea, funny. that is a great idea. Have you ever seen the series Black Mirror? Oh, I love it. No, oh, that sounds like something you would have seen in one of those oh, episodes. Yeah. That is such a good series. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, they're really great episodes. They are so creative. They do some yeah. good. The one about the the folks that are pretending to be uh, acting like they're in Star Trek is just so good. Oh, that was a great one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the one with the girl when she's trying to get her uh, likes and uh, whatever, you know, on social yeah. media. The, that, oh, that, that had some really good episodes. That was dark, man. Yeah. That thing went dark in a hurry. I was like, oh, my God, I want to shower. Oh, my God. Yes. If you like the Twilight Zone type stuff, that right. that series on Netflix, oh, man, you need to check them out. Yeah, the thing that got me, though, was they had one of the last ones they did were these two uh, homeboys – that we're getting into a video I know what game. You talk about. Yeah, so they can meet up. So they can meet up so they could hook up. Yeah. Like, so they have their their video game avatars. Yes. Hook, hooking up. And then later it becomes really awkward and weird with them in real yes. life because they're just two buddies, you know, and the guy was like, Oh, I just you know, in in, in that world. I just loved loving you. And I'm like, okay. And I, wasn't that the guy from uh, Captain America? Yeah. What? Yes, yeah, Sam. The Hawk, Sam. Yes. What? But yeah. It, yeah, I mean. So weird, dude. It, <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm weirded the hell out right now. Yes. Which is what they intended. Right. So, so it worked. That reminds me of a movie that I saw back in the day. It was called Groove. And it was all about like this is when raves were still like kind of by invitation. Uh, you, you get an email or you get a page and they tell you the location, the, you know, maybe the day before the night of. But, uh, you know, they go to this warehouse and this poor kid, you know, he drops. Um, what is it? Uh, acid? No, not acid. Uh, ecstasy. Yeah. And, like, he just starts making out with this other dude. And, like, when they're leaving the party, the guy was like, I'm, I'm not gay. And the other dude's like, yeah, me neither. We're, just, we're here. It felt right. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Not that, not that there's anything wrong with that. Right, I did. I was just. I was like, "Whoa, that that really, just if went, you're gonna, it, it went sideways." I was just like, "Oh, what?" I didn't gonna, expect that. If you're gonna bring it out of the blue, like, give me some warning. It's just, <laughs> it's just like a sex scene in a movie between yeah. a, a normal male and a female, or male and a male, or female and a female, whatever the case may be. Give me some warning in advance. Don't just drop it on me. Yeah, it was, it was wild because it was really good music. It was like one of one of my favorite movies, uh, just because of all the really really good DJs they had. Because I, you know, I wasn't like a crazy raver or anything like that, but I I enjoyed going to those parties. They were they were a lot of fun. I I did not. I went to five raves in my whole life in the '90s, and I did not enjoy that scene at all. You probably just didn't like the music. I'm sure. 
We picked up a lot of. I, I, we went to a lot of. You described it correctly. Warehouses picking up overdoses at those places. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, it just wasn't my scene. I didn't like the music. <laughs> I was more into blues, bass, rock. Um, so yeah, it just wasn't my thing. Yeah. So to any any of y'all old ravers out there, uh, plur if you don't remember that. Shut uh, up. Yeah, man. Uh, someone told me that the other day that I just blew my mind. I was like, how old are you? Because this dude's like, uh, I don't know, I think he's like 26. He's like, plur, man. I was like, what? Well, how do you That's know what that crazy. is? That's crazy. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Peace, love, unity, respect. Uh, good stuff, man. Anyway, they those people that you had to pick up at those warehouses, man, they just didn't have good friends taking care of them. That's Probably terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. But anyway, we're going to wrap it up. I think we had a pretty good show tonight. Thanks, everybody, for hanging yeah. out with us. Hopefully, you get to check out some of these movies, and I'll have them posted on the summary for the podcast of course, Tom doesn't get to watch too many movies. I put that down as one of the movies that he watched. Is can't watch movies. Uh, <laughs> Oblivion. Maybe Just we'll have it. a big watch party when Fast and Furious comes out. We'll you know what? We should. I, yeah. I, I'm down for that. I'll watch yeah. it. You know what? And I'll start watching them. I'll start watching from one. That's right what now. we do every time. Yeah, we start Just, watching. Yeah. Them. yeah, you're also going to realize that Tokyo Drift is the best of them all. It's a good one. It's very underrated, but it's it's good. It is. It really is. It really is. And that was one of the ones that was directed by uh, someone outside of the the remainder of the movies. Isn't that right? Yeah, Yeah, I'm not sure. Ah, You're a big fan. You're over here fighting to shoot the nail. I only care if the rock's in it. I only care if the rock's in it. (laughs) You're like, yes. It's not unthinkable for them to harpoon a mountain, but uh, I don't know who the director is. Yeah, who's directed, yeah. A great soundtracks. They also have great soundtracks. Oh man, yeah. I, I work when the movie comes out. I work out to the soundtrack for like a month. <laughs> I'm not joking, man. It's so crazy, Tom. <laughs> I, I work. I work out to Air Supply. Okay, I bet you. I've done that too. I used to run to Barry Manilow. I mean, uh-huh. hey, man. A little bit of good yeah. lord, good lord. <laughs> okay, well. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, don't forget, we have what did you say, Tom? We got one, two more weeks left for your name. Name that, no, Tom. When, when this, no, when this, when this episode airs on Friday, we, we're going to come out on Twitter, show oh. the four uh, options to pick, and then by the time we record again, what next Tuesday or Wednesday, we're going to announce. Hey, I think uh, we need to know what those four options are right now. I don't know. I haven't looked. Hopefully, by the time when Friday comes around, we'll see what you know. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds well. Before we before we leave, I just want to say thank you for your positive words and affirmations. Hey. I thoroughly enjoyed your company. (laughs) That's right. Everybody, stay sharp. All right. Have a good night. (laughs) Twenty shirts. (laughs) 